Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or whatever the numbers read on your clock at this specific moment in time that words roll off my tongue, flow over my lips, into the mic, and through your speakers, penetrating your ear canals and stimulating your brain. Welcome to From the Mind of Mr. L. I'm the compassionate Dom, sensual sadist, southern gent with a sprinkle of filth, your host, Mr. L. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of, of course, From the Mind of Mr. L. I am your host, Mr. L. Um, how are you doing? Y'all know me. I got to get my regular check-in. We deal with a lot of shit on a daily basis, so I got to make sure that y'all are taking care of yourselves physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, and, of course, sexually. Um, I know that COVID-19, the mandates and stuff are starting to drop, you know, um, you can wear your mask or don't have to wear it in public places in a lot of areas here in North Carolina. I know that they have ruled that it is up to the business itself to require you to wear a mask, but there is no official mandate saying that you have to, or even outside of that, like you just don't have to wear a mask in any business. I think unless they specifically say it on the door, wear a mask. Y'all know me. I'm going to continue to preach wear a mask until this shit has dissolved a little bit more just like it snuck up on us after you know the holidays which some people saw it coming because it's the holidays people are going to be around more people we got spring break coming up for a lot of college students a lot of high school middle school elementary it's getting warmer people want to go places please just stay masked up wash your hands sanitize all of those good things because we do not want to i want to enjoy my summer I don't know what it what it holds in front of me, but it's going to be fun. It's going to be a good time, and I want to enjoy it. So please, let's be safe so at least Mr. L can have an enjoyable summer. Um, we still got this war going on across the seas, Ukraine and Russia, Putin on some bullshit, attacking Russia. Um, and because of that, everybody else is feeling the effect, and especially with these gas prices. This shit is ridiculous. I know where I'm at. It's at least $4.19. I've seen some places literally after I filled my tank up for like 30 cents cheaper with like $3.89. And I was a little pissed. Uh, like imagine if you were living your best whole life right now. And some of you may be right right now. You got to travel for some sex. Whether you're going to get some dicks and pussy or strap on, whatever. Yo, I'm not making no type of trip unless you that worth it. It got to be a sure thing. It's no, there's no more driving two hours or more than that for some pussy. No, I'm sorry. It's it's not happening. Uh, I'd rather catch a fucking train to go get some pussy right now than drive. Like that is the furthest I, I think I've ever driven for some sex was close to two and a half maybe like two anywhere between 210 and 220 because i went back multiple times but anywhere from two ten two hours and 10 minutes to two hours and 20 minutes i couldn't imagine doing that shit now i couldn't that was back when gas was like two dollars maybe a little bit less not nah, maybe like like 220 something it was a hell of a lot better than fucking four dollars and 19 cent um and i couldn't imagine making that a total like damn near five hour driving trip to go get the pussy and then come back home wild so if you are doing that and you're traveling for sex like by all means go do your thing get yours in but i'm saying i'm gonna spend less gas going to that uh store to get some coconut oil warm that son of a bitch up and then we going at it um nick 
You ever travel for some for some sex? I flew for some sex before. Uh, I mean, Light. so I've never been flown out or flew out for some. Um, surprisingly, but no, I'm I'm sticking specifically for driving. The prices of flights have have dropped, but I'm talking about driving. You ever been on the road to go get some sex for more than let's say two hours or an hour? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I've I've driven what? Let's say Baltimore, um, Florida. One time. I'm sorry, yeah. you drove from Baltimore to Florida. I drove from Philly to Florida. From Philly? Oh, that's even worse. <laughs> how? All right. So, first question: How long of a drive was that? Too damn long. <laughs> <laughs> Second question: Was it worth it? It was worth it because um, it's always. I, I actually enjoy dating long distance. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's almost like an adventure, if you will. It's always a good time. You're guaranteed some activities outside of just, you know, the fucking. Uh, so right. yeah, oh, you got to be creative way. to date mm-hmm. long distance, I believe. Like, I know you can be creative when dating a person that is close to you, but you really got to be creative to keep things going in a long distance relationship, especially across states. Absolutely. But from Philly to Florida, God damn. Could you see yourself making that trip now with gas being like four dollars and nineteen cent? Absolutely not. Nah, yeah, and I, it's four nineteen where you're at. It's four eighty nine where I'm at. For regular. <sighs> nah, I'm good. And remind me not to come up north anytime soon because I'm not paying <laughs> that money. And then y'all got tolls up there like that. Nah, mm-hmm. tolls on top of high gas. Mm-hmm. What them Greyhound uh, Greyhound bus tickets looking for? looking like right now i know a few of y'all have have caught a greyhound to go get some dick or some pussy um not i though but anyways <laughs> please yeah y'all do what you can to take care of self is one of the major things to make sure that you continue to live a a good life a long sustaining healthy life that's one of the things as you heard i do have a guest on for this episode I'm going to let her introduce herself in a minute in whatever form or fashion that uh, she chooses. But um, before that, make sure that you go to Instagram, follow from the monitor, Mr. L. Uh, the Twitter is currently shut down, but Instagram is still up and running. Uh, my email from the monitor, Mr. L at gmail.com. Come on over, have a conversation with me. Tell me some things that you liked, like to hear experience, all of those good things. Also, um, Make sure every other Wednesday that you check out Three Guys and a Girl on Instagram Live where myself, Slim Stay Scheming, Love Lessons by Val, and AJ the Badass Jones, the host of the Poom Poom Chronicles. We all get together and we chop it up about a lot of different uh, different topics and, and things, whether they are dealing with life, history, family, relationships, uh, the streets, um, or sex. Come in, come in, listen, and join in the conversation. And that Instagram would be three guys underscore and underscore a girl. And the reason why I bring that up also is because our guest is like the one of the other five unspoken members. Um, So Instagram only allows you to have like four people on Instagram live at a time video wise. But then you have your people in the in the comments who are having their conversations. And our guest today is one of those people who is always in the conversation, either wreaking havoc, stirring up some trouble or just talking some real shit, to be honest with you. Um, Nick, 
what's going on? Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> also, she's damn near done everything, but when am I going to get on? I'm waiting to be on the podcast. Like, Nick, I got you. I got you. <laughs> Yo, anytime her and AJ, exactly. Oh, uh, man, as y'all know, I'm strategic with a lot of shit. So, you know, I told her, I was like, yo, I got you. I just got to wait for the right moment. And this is the right moment because it is Women's History Month. Um, so I'm going to let you go in a second, but I, I had to make sure I got this across. It's Women's His- National Women's History Month. Shout out to the women. I believe that we would not be as far as we are and we could go further with a lot more women involved in a lot of different, different things. So this month, any guests that I have on, it will be women and not just any women, but women who make an impact in some way, shape or form. So Nick, introduce yourself to the people for me. Hi everybody. I'm Nick from Erotic Boudoir. Um, I am your go-to for all things, sex toys um, and more. Um, I'm in the process of actually rebranding myself and actually reintroducing myself because I am more than just sex toys and general advice. So um, Instagram is erotic underscore boudoir, and that's B-O-U-D-O-I-R. My personal Instagram is three underscores, LaShawn, L-A-S-H-A-N. And the backup page is erotic boudoir underscore. I appreciate you for spelling boudoir for some people, because I know like me in my earlier stages, I'd be sitting there struggling a little bit like boudoir, B-U-O-O-D-I. I, so I appreciate you because I was gonna come come behind you and be like, hey, listen, uh, can you spell that for the people? Because you know, <laughs> I think that and like lingerie, people struggle with a little bit to spell, mm-hmm. and they'll get like lingering or linger or some shit like that with lingerie. So boudoir is a little bit of a hassle, but yeah, welcome, welcome. So this rebrand of are you are you currently taking orders and, and things still, or are you do you have a halt on business right now? Oh no, the business is still running. This is just my personal rebrand, not erotic boudoir rebrand, but myself, you know, because, uh, you know, people think of sex toys, they think of Nick at erotic boudoir, you know, they think just sex toys, but I do, you know, seminars, I get hired for bookings, I teach things and, you know, my name and the business is attached to a lot of other people that do these things and they don't realize that I actually do these things too. So I just kind of want to reintroduce myself to the world to let you know I'm more than just a pretty face. <laughs> you better talk your shit. More than just a pretty face, a few vibrators, some dildos, maybe a butt plug or two. There's more to Nick from Erotic Boudoir. Yo, I'm excited because this is my first time hearing about this. And mm-hmm. like, yes, I knew you were, you know, Nick from Erotic Boudoir, but just in conversations, like there's much more within. So y'all be on the lookout, please, because I promise you she is gonna drop some some heat some heat <laughs> if you ever catch her you you do instagram lives yourself right i know i've kept i've caught like the last two a little bit of them do you have like a set date and time that you do those what do you talk about um i'm currently on a, a set relationship hour with comedian lawrence killabrew um that's tuesday and wednesday nights uh, at 9 p.m that's called relationship hour um he asked me to be his official co-host of relationship hour it's something that he started um, during the pandemic and a lot of people really, really liked it. And we actually was doing it um, daily. So five days a week, but then he got busier now, you know, quarantine being lifted, mandates being lifted, and he's not able to do it five days a week. And neither am I, like we're both busier. So we um, looked at both of our schedules and said, okay, we can, you know, commit to doing two days, two de- two nights a week, actually Tuesday, Wednesday, like I said, at 9 PM. Um, so that's with Lawrence Killebrew. I'm a regular, 
on um, One Mic Stand podcast. That's on Patreon only. Shout out to Jackson, 1616. Um, so I'm always a regular there. I'm behind the scenes with production with him, not Jax Productions. Um, I was doing a single Sunday segment on Instagram uh, on Sundays that I actually had to okay. stop for a little bit to focus on a couple things behind the scenes. But I am going mm-hmm. to be launching that again soon, but that's going to be completely different as well. And the live won't be reposted on Instagram. I'm going to move the actual live over to YouTube. That's dope. Get a bigger audience and the single. So the single Sunday, is it, can you give just a, a little bit of insight for those who might be single and are listening to this? What can they be expecting or how can they participate? Sure. Uh, <laughs> well, there's a little awkward moment of silence. Because <laughs> I thought you were Listen, gonna say we... something else. I was like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> apparently, I didn't tilt my head my head enough. Like, uh, all right, it's on, it's on you. I'm kicking it to you. <laughs> all right, so single Sunday. Single Sundays. Um, originally, it was for single people to come on and meet other people. Because how difficult is it to actually meet? persons of substance you know nowadays because everyone uh from the dating app perspective anyway puts their representative on display um but if anyone is already following the erotic boudoir page you already have something in common with someone else that might be on there so i wanted to just kind of you know connect people um so that you guys can talk possibly meet even if you have a little online romance then you know that's fine too then it kind of morphed into bringing to the spotlight people that have businesses, quality products, Mm -hmm. um, anyone in the sex toy industry, if you have a a cutting edge product that you want to display, come on, come on single Sundays, talk about it. Um, if you have an event or any sort of fundraiser or anything like that, that's going on, come on and talk about it. So it kind of morphed into a networking slash dating slash, uh, new product showcase type of situation. But the new launch of it. It's not going to be called Single Sundays anymore. I think I'm going to call it Boudoir Conversations with Nick. Um, it's going to be shot. You better get your Oprah referee on. <laughs> Go ahead. It's going to be shot. I'm definitely going to have it. Uh, the conversation is going to happen in the bedroom and any guest that's going to be on will be required to be in their bedroom while they speak to me. Mm. So are you still planning on connecting people with this so everybody has to be in the bedroom? Kind of like a little, you know, threesome thing going on where you know you just watching as they engage in each other or is this, are you are you like a voyeurist do you enjoy watching people have sex i enjoy doing all the things so <laughs> yes i do watch i do enjoy watching um i'm not one to really join too too much with group mm-hmm. situations it has to be very strategically selected individuals if it's a group situation, so I, understand. I just won't go to a play party and be like, "Take me, take me, I'm here." Take no, me. No. <laughs> <laughs> you have to be vetted properly <laughs> to fuck with me. So, ooh, mm-hmm. let's dive into you then, so you get be vetted properly to fuck with you, just to fuck mm-hmm. with you in general. Mm-hmm. What is a vetting like? How how would you appreciate someone vetting to you? Well, first of all, are you single or what is I am single. what is your dynamics, your sexuality, things of that nature? Um, I am single. Uh, as far mm-hmm. as sexuality, I like who I like, what I like, when I like it. So I don't necessarily subscribe to 
a lot of different labels um, because I think mm -hmm. that kind of boxes you into that specific genre of right. interest. So I could say that I'm bisexual, but I'm attracted to trans men. I'm attracted to trans women. I'm attracted to, you know, different types of people. I can see, so, I can see you being a combination of everything, like a pansexual, <laughs> sapiosexual, like... All of the actuals, yes, me. All the actuals. <laughs> there we go. That's what I'm talking about. All right. Um, so whenever I have guests on, I like to let my listeners get to know them a little bit. So I have a few questions. Uh, some a little vanilla, just some regular degular stuff, and then others might be a little, you know, kinky. So let's start. We are not going to start with the vanilla. Let's let's go. What are your top three kinks? <sighs> my top three. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, watching. I mean, you with all the shits. Oh, yeah, I okay. am with all the shit. I, I I love to watch men come. Like to see the cum come out of their dick is amazing to me. I so like you're that. a cum connoisseur. Um, I could tell the your diet by the consistency of your cum. Sure. Mm -hmm. Not everyone's huh. cum has the same consistency. There's some that's a little thinner, thicker, cloudy, clear. That's very cum. true. So which which cum do you prefer then? Like, what is your ideal cum? It depends on you sat there and you studied cum. <laughs> it, so, okay. You just opened that up to a lot of different <laughs> questions just surrounding that one comment. Mm -hmm. We'll start with number one. On video, what type of cum do you like? Um, the thicker white cum. Like glue consistency. Mm, okay. Like for the shootout, or do you like the volcano just like eruption down I like the shaft? The you like the like shootout. shootout. All right. Yeah. And multiple times, that... too, not just one shot. We understand that over here on these parts. Um, second question You said, depends on where the cum is going. Where are your favorite places for the cum to go? Um, I like on my ass. I like. In my mouth, and I'd say like we we face. spitting or we swallowing. It depends on the person. That's very true. I feel that. Depends on the diet because I've like. So do you do your research beforehand and like you like yo? Let me see you nutting on camera first, so you can sit there and you can calculate what their diet looks like. If the nut is a little too yellow, then you like nah. I already know straight up. I'm not gonna let them just shoot all up in my mouth. Or if it's like a nice and smooth, you know. So do you do your research first, or do you just go in and you get a feel for the person as you go on? You might. You know, beforehand, before things start, you might even check out their refrigerator, see what they got in there, what they've been snacking on. You know, how to walk me through this thought process of a woman, because as a man, I mean, don't get me wrong. I know my cum is healthy and everything of that nature. Mm -hmm. But just like for the men who are listening or the women who want to know, how do I tell if this is good cum or not? Um, I Well, I like, don't gauge it by video. If nothing else, I'm going to gauge it in person. So okay. I give an exceptional hand job, right? And so I will shout out to her. you because <laughs> I think I know no dead serious. I think that I think that fingering and hand jobs are like a lost art. And sometimes you should go back to the basics. 
it's it's really good and we all love like a good massage and it's a massage for your genitals you know but anyways back to your your you know perfect (laughs) or whatever you want to call it hand jobs go ahead talk your shit we listen it's it's exceptional (laughs) exceptional there we go exceptional I'll give that that hand job just to see how far I can I can push you, how far your limits will go, um, and I'll get to see like the come, and I'll get to see how you react when I'm edging you. I get to see you know how your balls are reacting when I'm touching you certain ways, and you know different things. So that's kind of like the tryout. I don't do any sort of video tryouts because again, Photoshop is a thing, Facetune is a thing. Everybody wait, wait, do, do people Photoshop their nudes? Yes. yes. Wow. Yes. Yes. What's the worst you've seen? Like, what's the worst Photoshop nude that you have gotten? Um, I've never received a Photoshop picture directly, but I had mm-hmm. someone want to do business with me who has an OnlyFans. And their pictures and videos were photoshopped. So that was like horrible. You gonna have a business, but just stuff be fake. Come on now. Yeah, yeah. So when I called him out, he wasn't very happy, but I saw it. I believe so. Um, all right, let's <laughs> let's keep it moving. Um, from the cum connoisseur. Um, all right, so that was. Did we even answer the first kink that you have? Um, that was the first. Watching a man. Okay. Um, okay, that was the first. The second. Um, I enjoy rimming and pegging. So anal. Okay. I do enjoy that a lot. Rimming and pegging. Um, so lot. I don't think I've had anybody on so far who has had like a lot of experience with pegging. Um, and pegging is, I think it's, it's more well known for like a, something that happens to a man. Mm-hmm. So is that usually your pegging is towards yes. men? Yes. What, what gives you like that sexual gratification or enjoyment of pegging? Um, I guess it's the, the dominance in me that enjoys it mm. and the satisfaction of knowing that this person trusts me so much to know that we can actually have this you know perform this act together because it's not right. me doing it to you it's us doing it together right so the fact that they trust preach. me enough, Go ahead. <laughs> the fact that they I mean, trust I'm... me enough to do this together is, mm-hmm. is amazing to me so that's a turn on that trust is a turn on to me that's what's up okay i mean i'm not i'm okay with the pegging thing you know y'all do your thing if that's what you enjoy you enjoy it um but like I love to to figure out the mind and like what 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 people find pleasurable about it. Like sometimes for myself, when it comes to anal, for instance, and I'm on the giving end of it, like it's something about the stretching of of holes that I enjoy seeing, and of course the dominance and just seeing a person take a good amount. Like I, I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so that was two kinks. What's yeah, the third? Which... What are we wrapping up? What would be my third? Um... Uh, maybe I guess watching gay porn, like that's my go-to. Mm-hmm. 
for masturbation for me is watching gay porn. Something about watching two men together. It's it's such a turn on for me. I've heard <laughs> that a lot a lot for women. Like no, like women you were there almost are a lot of women who enjoy that. <laughs> You know, ever since I've been doing this podcast, not much leaves me speechless anymore. Um <laughs> but, <laughs> I was trying to figure out where to go from that answer, you know. Mm. What is? Can you help us understand what is the fascination behind gay porn that women enjoy? And I've noticed it from also like straight women who just enjoy to watch it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know, like so. How was how I was turned on to it? Um, I've been braiding hair for years, right? Since like my teenage right. years. And I used to braid an older woman's hair. She's like my OG. And we would talk about all things sex. And she said to me one day, have you ever watched gay porn? And I was like, no, because, you know, I'm not a, I'm not a man. I'm not a gay man. So why would I watch gay porn? She was like, right. just trust me. Just watch it and tell me what you think afterwards when I come get my hair done again. Right. So I watched it and I was like, wow, this is nice. You know? <laughs> and it was something about- <laughs> I, I don't I guess for me it's something about watching how a man handles another man and not handles in the in the, the perspective of pushing around or shoving around but just how men handle each other sexually is a, a huge turn on for me I don't know it is it's, it's I can't describe it really outside of that I, th- I think that was good enough uh description there you know <laughs> I mean, especially for someone who enjoys pegging, like I, I would also think I think that, you know, some things with sex, like it's a deeper thing than sometimes we think. And so like there may be a correlation there with just I don't know, possibility. Um, what is your favorite comfort food? My favorite comfort food? Mm-hmm. Uh, chocolate Hagen dies. Ice cream. Okay. Are you a big chocolate person? I am. I, mm, I gotta be in the mood for chocolate. Give me caramel any day, but like chocolate, I really gotta be in the mood. But when I'm in the mood for it, I'm in the mood for it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm, if you were a sex toy, what toy would you be? What toy would I be? I damn sure wouldn't be the rose. I tell you that. Um, Why not? <laughs> Why I'm so not the over rose? rose. But for anyone listening, don't you hit me up asking me for no damn rose. I am not here for just rose sales. Okay, y'all better come come uh, down. Want to learn? I know it was new. like two weeks straight. You, your rose sales were out the door. Like you was telling people, yeah, we out of stock right now, but they coming back. You know, y'all keep y'all keep ordering these things. Um, what would I be? I don't know. I think I'd be a combination of an Atachi magic wand and a satisfier clit sucker with some flexibility, like a in me she gasm vibrator. In me she gasm vibrator. What is what is that? That's a brand name. I'm sorry. That's that's work talking. It's cool. I'm going to Google it as soon as we get off of here if I don't do it now on my phone. Um, because <laughs> here on the From the Mind of Mr. L podcast, we are a sex toy friendly podcast. Like, I'm a firm believer in incorporating sex toys, whether it is just for yourself or with a partner or partners. They just, it's, 
as I've described before, it's like adding extra shit on top of a burger. So you got a burger there, it's delicious. Now you add cheese. Oh shit, it takes it to another level. Lettuce, tomato, mayo, ketchup, bacon. What? Mm-hmm. That's what sex toys can be in the bedroom. So how did you get started with selling sex toys? Um, I've always been uh, a adult film watcher connoisseur of sorts um, for mm-hmm. well over 25 years now. Um, and my brother was working in a uh, adult video store and I used to manage a sex toy store locally. And so, you know, managing that store, I kind of was like, oh, let me check this out. Let me check this out. What does this do? How does this work? And I never really let uh, the labeling or packaging of the toy stop me from using it on a certain area. So, you know, you'll have a butt plug and it's a butt plug or anal plug, but you could put a butt plug in your pussy. Like you can. There's no nothing that tells you don't put it there. You know, That's you very true. I've, stimulate. I've never thought about that. Like I've always used the butt plug to go in, you know, her butt. I never thought about putting it in the pussy though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I just was using my imagination with all of the sex toys mm-hmm. that I was in contact with every day and, you know, just learned more, did more, learned my body more. Um, yeah. And then about five years ago, my mom, she was looking to kind of do something from home and start something from home. And she said, hey, you know, what do you think about starting our own sex toy business? And I was like, okay, let's do it. And then the rest is history. Well, all right. So your mom got into this business with you. Like y'all y'all started this thing off together, right? Yeah, she started and, she, and then I joined after a year. How was that working with your mom, like selling sex toys? Because I know, I mean, I'm down here in the South. And for Southern Black people with their parents, sex is not talked about like that. It's more of the birds and the bees conversation, which I'm be honest with you, I still don't know what the fuck the birds and the bees got to do with sex. <laughs> uh, my conversation with my pops was more of a, hey, you have sex, you catch something, or you get a pregnancy, it's your responsibility, mm-hmm. you know? So you might not want to have sex until you're ready for those type of responsibilities. And that's what I, I dealt with when it came to learning about sex. So how, yeah, it's just not something you talk to your parents about. It's sex down here. Mm-hmm. But here you are running a business with your mom, a sex toy business. How was that? It's it's it isn't foreign for me at all. It's actually a lot of fun. You know, we get to talk our shit, if you will. You know, she says things about her sexual experiences. I say things about mine. And then I get to tell people about the stories of how she encouraged me to do certain sexual acts when I'm, you know, with whoever I'm with. So it's actually a lot of fun. I grew up in a very sex positive household. You know, I could talk to my mom and my dad about sex because they um, pretty much instilled like, hey, we know you're curious. We know you want to do things. Come and talk to us because we don't want you to be in those streets and hurt yourself. So we'll give you the information that you need, not not them streets. So it's been amazing. Shout out to your parents for doing that. Um, I think that in the black community, because, you know, that's one of the people, the type, the groups of people that I want to cater to the most. That's something that we, I believe we do need to have more conversations with our kids about, you know, of course, when they're of age and we feel as though they're ready, but even then, like at an early age, get it, get it started. Because I believe like a lot of people started watching porn when they were in like elementary school. Or I remember I was sneaking my uncle's like pornos out of his room when I was in like sixth grade. So it starts off early with the curiosities and 
it's kind of like I know a lot of people whose parents let them drink at an early age as long as they did it in-house. Mm-hmm. I can I can watch over you a little bit, make sure you're doing it right. And that's the same thing like your parents kind of did with sex. It's like, hey, want to give you the ins and outs, outs of this so that way you're aware because you're a human. We know how this thing goes. Right. And that's dope. And so business with your mom, that's, that's cool. I could, my mom would probably throw like holy water and exorcism <laughs> or anything on me knowing, like not even knowing, but just if I was like, hey, let's start a, a sex toy business, mom. Um, then she would call my pops in there and then boy, what the hell wrong with you um, would follow. So that is dope for you. Yeah. Um, so you've been in business for five years. Mm-hmm. Has there been like any interesting or intriguing sex toys that really like caught your eye? I'm, I'm assuming you come across hundreds of them. Is there anything that just made you be like, yo, wow. Um, and I'll tell you what, it could be a male themed sex toy or a woman themed sex toy. I'll leave it up to you. Or it could be both. Um, there's always I'm always intrigued by the the more unusual products, and not necessarily mm-hmm. because I want to use them, but I'm like, why would you want to put an octopus tentacle in your pussy? I'm trying to Ooh. figure this out. I I used to talk to a uh, a young lady, um, who like she was into like fantasy style, like readings or into animals and things. So it like, I've legit talked to her about that because she, I was going to buy her an octopus tentacle like dildo because I've seen them. (laughs) And it's something about like the, the suction cups and the way that it's shaped. And it might be weird to some, no, it's not bestiality. It's a fucking toy, but like just, and I was imagining like, okay, the suction cups is like rubbing up against her g-spot maybe or just tracing her clit but it it stimulates her mentally as well because like these are the things that she thinks about when she reads and fantasizes about and whatnot and mm-hmm. that offers it so huh. so i'm always curious and i'm actually getting ready funny enough i'm gonna add a uh add a new line a new fantasy line that just came out so Hopefully I'll be dropping that um, sometime this weekend. But yeah, that that's the one that's always intrigued me the most about the, you know, the very unusual objects, um, the the octopus tentacles, the mm-hmm. dragon tongues. Um, the dragon I've tongue. Um, is this yeah, just like a, a tongue or? It's a tongue. It's a tongue. Okay. Have you ever come across like a? a kangaroo style butt plug or something like that, or like a, ho- a horse, not a horse tail. I was talking to somebody and she told me she had like a, it looked like a kangaroo ish tail as a butt plug. I have a couple furry butt plugs that actually wag and, and vibrate. I have a puppy dog plug that I just put out. I'm not for sure if you've seen it, but it is definitely a, a wagging tail. So it vibrates uh-huh. and it wags at the same time. You and got the bunny one? Cold. No, that's a dog. No, I'm asking, do you have the bunny one? Because, you know, Easter coming up, I mean, somebody might want to play the Peter Cottontail. Yeah, switch it up for Easter. Pink and white. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but a a dog tail, bunny tail. The furry ones are always interesting to me. They're they're cute in their own way, you know. Um, Do you have a favorite sex toy? I don't have a favorite because I'm always trying new ones you know new new mm-hmm. technology is being put out every day um my favorite i'll say my favorite currently 
The one that I'm using the most is the Snail Vibe, and that's because it allows to have a um, blended orgasm. Okay, two things. What the hell is a Snail Vibe? Like, is it shaped like a snail, or...? It kind of, sort of. So, if you think of a... Do I have the box over there? If you think of a bunny vibrator, right? Mm. And you have the shaft of the vibrator, and then you have the clitoral portion at the top, right? The right. snail vibrator has essentially like a snail back, a very large round uh, ball at the top, okay. and then you have the shaft here, and then the other ball for the uh, controls. So as you're putting the shaft of the toy inside of the vagina, the ball doesn't come off of the clitoris; it stays on the clitoris and just rolls onto the clitoris. So I, it's this keep constant stimulation. It's like it's. It's that music. You ever seen that musical note? I can't think of what yes. it is. Yes. But it looks like yes. that. But so it has like that kind of long stem for penetration. But then I know what you're talking about now. Yes, right. I have seen I've seen it and I need to get one. So we're gonna need to holla uh off <laughs> air. But um that it to me, women, y'all do have the like the most exciting sex toys because of the ways that you can you know get pleasure whether it's stimulation penetration whatever way and you talked about a blended orgasm i think mm -hmm. what is what's this blended orgasm of yours <laughs> well, the, the snail vibe allows for blended orgasm because you get the vaginal stimulation and you get the clitoral mm -hmm. stimulation at the same time so it's hitting your g-spot and hitting your your clitoris at the same time and if you go deep enough it'll hit a couple of other spots too it's but, gonna be knocking you know, on that door, huh? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Sex toys can knock on that door too. It's just not us. Mm -hmm, absolutely, <laughs> but it um to have that that full blended orgasm is like it's it's insane to me, and that's like the the times that I squirt is when I get the blended orgasm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, that is that's one thing that I also encourage people um to do when. I hear that they've either never squirted or are having trouble with this. Like, all right, are you more of a penetration person? Well, yeah. All right, switch it up. Try to click. Cool. Mm -hmm. Try both at one time and then see. Throw the butt plug in, which I'm I'm a fan of the butt plug bandits. Um, for those of y'all out there who enjoy butt plugs and especially like the little jewel ones, <sighs> love those. Um, <laughs> they're so pretty. They are, they are, and I think the like only one for me that tops that might be the vibrating one with like the little strobe light on the, the end oh, of it. Oh yeah, the lighting, the yeah, the the lit butt plug. That's good for mm. the red light challenge or the silhouette challenge. The silhouette, really? Never thought about that. So I might have to send out a few suggestions. But hey, <laughs> throw it on OnlyFans. Go get your coin real quick. Mm -hmm. You have you have butt plugs yourself? I do, I do. I prefer the vibrating ones and the longer mm -hmm. with a tapered uh, shape to it. So I'm not the one that likes the, the bulb shape. too much. I like the longer. Okay. The longer, the longer one is like more like a yeah cone type deal. I think I've mm -hmm. seen majority of them are like uh, silicone based. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. So if if I were a person who is and we can do woman and man if i am a first time sex toy user and i want to find something that you know fits for me how what would be best to like start that process 
I would say a slim tapered butt plug with a flared base. So you went straight for the butt plug. I was just saying in general, you know, this might be a person, if they don't even have a sex toy, they might not even be in the anal yet. You jump straight (laughs) to the butt plug. I'll fuck with it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so why that toy? Um, there's there's so many nerve endings at the at your rectum that I think a lot mm-hmm. of people don't tap into, especially women. And sometimes they don't even know that it's been tapped into. If you have a person that's skilled enough when they're giving you oral, you don't even know that they're rubbing around your asshole. They're just like, oh my God, this feels so amazing because they're tuned into the the feeling and the orgasm and not really mm-hmm. even tuned into what it is that the person is touching on their body. So I just say, you know, give a little, give a little vibration round there, you know, explore mm-hmm. how things are happening and you'd be surprised. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm coming to you. I'm like, hey, yo, Nick, you know, never, me as a man, never, never experienced a sex toy, whether with myself or with the partner. You know, she wants to try something new in the bedroom, and I'm I'm being a little open to it. She said it was up to me, my decision, but I've never had any experience with a sex toy. As a man, what would you recommend for me to try first? Um, I would say try like a bullet, get a long, slender bullet, mm-hmm. and that way, that's something that you can share between each other. So if you're having intercourse, you could use it to rub on her clitoris. You could use it to rub on her nipples. She can use it to rub on your nipples. She can use it to put it at the base of your penis while you're, you know, engaging in sex while you're inside of her already. So it's a couple things. It's it's very interchangeable. A long slender bullet is is super interchangeable, um, especially with couples. So I would say, you know, start there. I like that. That is a, that is a nice good start. And, um, as I mentioned in your live the other day, and I've said plenty of times on here, I'm all for the vibrator on the gooch. Uh, fellas, especially like we know that the G-spot is a proven fact. The G-spot of man is in his anus, you know, in the ass. And fellas, you know, I'm not saying that you got to go stick something up there. That's not your thing. That's not your thing. Cool. But if you get that vibrator, that bullet especially, I used to have a cock ring that came with like a bullet attached to it. Mm-hmm. So it was a vibrating cock ring and the vibrations came from that bullet. But if you take it and you either put it there yourself or have your partner put it there on the gooch while they're either stroking, you know, the shaft of your dick or giving you head, I promise you that sensation is amazing. It's going to send those vibrations to those nerves of your G spot. And- <laughs> Yeah, you're going to make noises that you never thought that you probably would make. I'm not saying you're going to sit here and have a high-pitched squeal, but it but feels you amazing. You might. You might. Listen. But you might. You might want to turn the TV up a little bit so the neighbors don't hear you, you know. But, hey, if you out here singing in falsetto because you got the vibrator on the gooch, I ain't mad at you, you know. Um there was something else also they got like vibrating like i said the vibrating cock rings there are multiple ones uh i know for like for myself i've tried like three or four different ones um all right don't don't start yawning on me now I'm fine. come on I'm Nick. Fine. come on we, we got like I'm fine. 15 20 more minutes mm-hmm. <laughs> um the they're different they're different uh cock rings like I I'm an advocate for men to try cock rings, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but is it true that cock rings help you stay harder, last longer, 
and ejaculate more? Um, stay harder, last longer. Yes, ejaculate more. Mm, the jury's still out on that. Um, stay harder. The cock rings are designed to restrict the blood flow going back into your body. So mm-hmm. as your your dick is getting hard, all of the blood is going in the shaft, going to the head. So when you have that cock ring at the base um, of your dick, it's keeping all of that blood in the shaft. So even after you come, that blood is still going to be there. It's still restricted from going back into your body. Now, um, ejaculating more. I know they got some pills that make you come right. more. I don't know about you know the cock ring per se. It might make you come harder, but mm. not necessarily more. Might help you shoot that thing out. Yes, like you were talking about earlier, you like a nice little shot on the video. So the cock, I know for myself personally, I have like three or four different cock rings. I've had maybe five or six total just in life in general. And the one that I currently use the most, it has like the ring around the sh- the base of the shaft, but then also around the balls. And so that um, that gets a nice little result out of it, you know. And like you were talking about, one of the things that as a man, you hear women talk about, oh, look, let's go another round type deal. You come with the cock ring, if it cuts off that blood circulation, it's going to keep your dick hard for a little while longer. Get in there, get that second orgasm out of her, or six, however many y'all are on. But get in there, and you you go till you can't go anymore. All right? That cock ring is there. And I know with a lot of men, they complain. And you talked a little bit about this on your live the other day, and I just want you to touch on it uh, a little bit here. But a lot of men think that, oh, I'm more than enough for my woman in the bedroom. So why do I need to bring in a sex toy? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What are your yeah. thoughts on that? <sighs> that thought process is trash. It's trash. Um, <laughs> I feel like, you know, toys are toys are toys. They're meant to be played with, regardless of what type of toy it is, you know, right? Like, so people mm-hmm. like fast cars, people like motorcycles, people you know, it brings them all type of enjoyment and they call them toys. Sex toys do the same thing. It'll bring you additional enjoyment to your life because your life wasn't complete until you felt like you needed that $100,000 Bentley, you know? Right. So you can spend about no, like 200 on a sex toy and, you know, get something nice and enjoy that too. But, you know, as I was saying the other day, um, the percentages are super high when it comes to women experiencing orgasms in the bedroom with their their male partners because they don't know their bodies the the man thinks that he knows their body and sometimes that that hard fast fucking ain't it it ain't it you got to take them your time. times yeah invest into learning about your your woman's body and see what it is that really really makes her makes her come because mm-hmm. if you there if you ask some women you say, have you ever come before? And they go, I think so. Mm. And it's like, no, no, no. If if you came, no you thinking. would say yes. You... <laughs> you would know, you know? And that always, like, kills me. Because I'm like, what do you mean you think so? But you've been in a relationship for 20 years. I, what? Ooh, you know? I, so it's like, that I would hate it for me, those like, that have been out of here for 20 years and haven't had a orgasm or ever came. Yeah. Back. But that tells me there's no investment in... In her pleasure, per se, because mm-hmm. if if I'm going, I probably get, you know, hurt for this. But it's easy to make a man come. 
It's easy. And you see it. Yeah. I hate it sometimes. I'm like, damn it, you know, shit. <laughs> Why can't it be this easy to yeah. make that come? You know. And we know we're difficult, but you know, women, I encourage you, like, learn your body, masturbate on your own terms so that you can tell your partner what it is that you like because he's not a mind reader. He's not a Thank mind you. reader. He what works for another woman he may have been dealing with might not work for you. So invest in your pleasure, learn your body, and then bring that to the table to your partner so that everybody could be on the same playing field. Exactly. We want everybody to be pleased. Um, unless, you know, you're being a sadist or some shit like that. Guilty <laughs> sometimes. I don't know. It's not every scene is not always about your pleasure, depending on how you've been acting. Um two things that you did bring up one thing that I wanted to touch on first, uh, like you said, is an investment. And you said like a $200 sex toy. I'm not going to lie. I am guilty of finding a good deal on a sex toy that might not be it's cheaper than um, I know. I'm sorry, Nick. I am, if you listen, say that A word in here, I'm going to I'm not you. saying <laughs> I ain't say nothing. <laughs> I don't say nothing. I don't post nothing because I know as soon as I do, you come in for my neck and I can't mm-hmm. afford for that to happen. <laughs> so sure what is the difference from, say, shopping with someone like you versus shopping at a place with that A word, you know, where they have sex toys? The difference is I'll actually take the time out to educate you about what it is that you're buying. I, the difference is I spend hours upon hours upon hours uh, going to seminars, going to manufacturer meetings and learning about how toys are being made, how, what materials they're using these toys from. Um, The difference is I, I invest in my own pleasure, my own business and learn about the anatomy so that I know how to come to the table and apply the, the knowledge of a product and the the knowledge of anatomy and put them together to so that you can experience a great time in the bedroom. That's the difference from from shopping on that that A word website um, <laughs> where they're here for the sales. You know, I'm not here just right. to just to take your money. Essentially, I'm mm-hmm. here to to educate you on how you can please your partner, how you can please yourself how you can learn about, you know, pleasing yourself. And there'll be plenty of people that'll tell you that if it's, even if it's a toy that I don't have or sell, I'll find someone that has it for you and has a quality version of that. And I say, Hey, I don't have this, but Hey, check out this person. They're my peer, you know, buy from them. They have good toys, you know? So to me, it's not all about just the sale. I want you, I want to have clients, not customers. That's the difference. We appreciate that because I don't want to buy, you know, something from someone that doesn't have any type of education on it, especially something that is like a sex toy that is going in a very sensitive area, you know? Mm-hmm. So like material, I know with that A word place, you could be buying it from who knows who, you know, mm-hmm. and that material could do something to either damage you or, like for instance, cock rings. Mine sometimes I've had some that have fit too tight because it doesn't say anything about hey this it's a little tight or whatever. But when you go to someone like yourself, it's easy for a person to 
hey, what do I need to do? What do I need to have alongside with this? And so we appreciate that. And that is another reason why I'm leaving that A word place alone, you know, um, make sure that I go shop uh, the rest of my toys with erotic boutoir. Um, and the <laughs> fact that you put on other people as well, you know, mm-hmm. like you want other people, you want your customers to be satisfied. You go to a local grocery store, they're not going to tell you to go to their rival grocery store. No, go to the other one that we have down the street. We might have it there. No, mm-hmm. but you are just like, all right, if I can't get it and I know somebody who can, I want you to enjoy yourself. So shout out to you. I appreciate you for that, uh, being a consumer myself. Thank you. The other thing, um, and you talked about it a little bit, but for people, men and women, or however you want to go with it, a lot of people, um, even at an adult age, haven't self-pledged themselves, you know? Mm-hmm. Do you have like some encouraging words that you would say to someone who is kind of on the fence about it or just is like, you know, I don't know. I don't want to do that. Um, and you can incorporate how toys could also affect them and help to make them more comfortable with themselves. Um, I don't know if I have any sort of like encouraging uh like a motto or encouraging words per se, I would actually just take the time out to just talk to them and and figure out why. Why do you feel like there's such a negative stigma with learning your body? Why do you why do you feel it's it's less important to know how your body functions? You know, not just eating input equals output. It, it, it's more than that. Your body is more than that. And, you right. know, input equals output. So I would just try to take the time to, to learn why they feel the way that they do and then maybe apply whatever um, positive uh, reinforcement at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, because everyone is different. Everyone's journey is different. So I can't I can't apply encouraging words to everyone about one thing because it's, it's a very personalized um, experience. It's a very personalized journey. So I would just take the time to invest and know the person and then kind of, you know, give them some encouraging words based on the information they give me. Look at you. You better out here like a <laughs> sex toy therapist, low key. Little Go bit, ahead. little bit. A little bit. Look, I'm telling you, when she when she rebrands herself and she comes up with it was boudoir. Boudoir conversations. Conversations. Yo. <laughs> Boudoir conversation is about to be fire. You're going to get some shit like this. I promise you. Uh, <laughs> speaking of boudoir conversations with Nick, and like you saying that you are more than just a, you know, sex toy plug, basically, mm-hmm. you know, um, and you are doing the Instagram live with relationships. Has there been something that you've come across with that you've noticed a lot about relationships lately? <laughs> that... <laughs> There. That laugh. Oh, uh, shit. Let's see what we about to get. You know, it's like everybody want a relationship until they get a relationship. You know, like everybody feels like the grass is a little greener on the other side until they get on mm-hmm. the other side. So I, I am no relationship expert. Don't get me wrong. But however, what we talk about, <laughs> right, what we talk <laughs> about on relationship hour is just... Mm-hmm how you can get through difficult conversations, how you can get through difficult situations, uh, a man's perspective about shit and a woman's perspective about shit, you know? Right. Um, 
because what what I am seemingly starting to loathe is the man versus woman, the women versus men. The, the that shit is so tiring. Versus hetero versus gay versus LG. Like the the goal here, the goal here for me is to always understand every everyone on an individual basis and apply mm-hmm. it and change. If you if you're doing something that doesn't align with with their life or their lifestyle and you want mm-hmm. to get to know that person, you want to care about that person, make adjustments based on what it is that they need. And hopefully they'll make those same adjustments for you. You better preach. I may <laughs> got to get you and my boy Val on the episode together out here. I'm going to start coming to you with my relationship troubles. Whenever I start getting in them again. Um, <laughs> Once we get off air, I'll be like, fuck them. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, dead ass though. <laughs> Oh, uh, listen, you don't know how many times after Instagram Live I sent a message to somebody that was talking to me, hey, listen, I was being politically correct on Instagram Live. Listen, fuck that nigga. <laughs> he needs to go. <laughs> oh, right, right, man. Right. Never mind. And it's that. crazy. It's crazy because a lot of people, something that I actually struggle with is, you know, I, I come in different spaces with a lot of sex educators, sex toy enthusiasts, mm-hmm. and a lot of them have these this formal training and they got all these alphabets after their name and things like that. And I don't have any sort of formal training for any of these things. A lot of my expertise comes from experience, you know, right. situations that I've been in. I've, I've been doing a lot of things for a very long time. And, <laughs> you know... We're going to put a pause right there. Whoa, whoa, let's go back to these a lot of things. <laughs> Please... A very long time. I mean, the first time I used a strap on with a man, I was 19. Mm-hmm. I would think I that would be kind of like early, right? Like usually That's when you see early. something like that, it's it's later on in life, like maybe late 20s, 30s. Yeah. Yeah. That's super early. Super yeah. early. And the strap on was so like. So remedial. I think about it now. It was so remedial and so just. So for all the pe- for all the pegging princesses out there, I think that's what you know they're called the pegging princesses. And you said that this that this strap on was remedial. What makes a good strap on? Then, like, what is what are the combinations of a good strap on? Um, the fit of the harness, because that mm-hmm. determines the wearer's uh, pleasure. So if you want it to fit below your clitoris if you want it to fit slightly above your clitoris if you want um straps to like hug around your ass cheeks if you want a full boy short if you want a panty um if you want a suction base an o-ring base um the size of the 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 dildo that you want to put do you want it to vibrate do you want it to have a, a rabbit extension do you want it to you know, it's, it's so they so have vibrating strap ons. Mm-hmm. Remote control too. Huh. So does that they also have benefit ones? the? Have you have you ever? I've seen those during. Well, <laughs> I've seen squirting dildos, not strap on, mm-hmm. but like squirting dildos where you can put the fake semen in or whatever. Um, but the vibrating ones, because I've always wondered. Like, I know it's a, uh, chances are it's a mental thing for a woman when she's pegging a man. Mm-hmm. But like, is there some type of physical pleasure that comes out of that, you know, when you are pegging a man? And Absolutely. then that strap on one, like, does it does it happen outside of a vibrating strap on? Absolutely. Well? 
Absolutely. And that goes again to the, the fitting of the harness. So I personally like my harnesses to fit directly over my clitoris. So mm -hmm. when I'm stroking in and out, the base of that dildo is like stimulating my clitoris at the same time. So as I'm stroking and coming out, I'm feeling everything. I'm feeling okay. all, I'm feeling that pressure and everything right on my clitoris. And it's something I don't, it, it's difficult to explain, I guess. The best explanation for it would be like kind of like a phantom dick. So when you're stroking, you almost feel like that's your dick and you feel that stroke. When people like have, you hear people talk about phantom limbs, like after mm -hmm. they get a finger or a leg or something like amputees, they get things cut off and they right. still can feel it. I, 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 It's something, something in that moment, something with that motion that I actually feel me personally, I feel like. It's attached to me, so I can feel like when my body is moving and stroking, I can feel that shit. Okay, I, you know, I'm gonna take your word for it because I I got a dick. I, mine isn't phantom. <laughs> um, <laughs> can't relate there. Uh, <laughs> would that be like the closest thing to you as to having like a dick for a day? Yeah, I would love to have a dick for a day. <laughs> what would you do? What would you do with the dick like that you would have for the day? I think this is going to be a normal question for any woman that comes on here. Is just, what would you do with your with the dick for the day? I would do everything. I would wear gray sweatpants and go work out. I oh, would... so you're gonna be out here being a hoochie, huh? Oh, totally, totally. It's... <laughs> I'm taking it amazes. Steps. It amazes me. I can get called every name in the book for doing these things. But the second, hey, when you got a dick for the day, what you going to do with it? I'm doing all the shit that shit was doing. <laughs> I'm putting remote controls next to it, taking pictures. No, please don't do that. Not the not the air freshener can and all of that. Yes, please yes. make sure it's moisturized. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bet. Please lotion your dick. Coconut oil. It. I'm yes, a, I'm a coconut oil. Please, gentlemen, go get the coconut oil as a nice little shine too in the right lighting. <laughs> um, all right. So you, you're thirst trapping. You're going to the gym with nothing but gray sweats, no drawers on underneath. Um, what else? What else? I I don't. I think I don't know. A part of oh, here's another <laughs> low key. Another <laughs> that low key. laugh. <laughs> <laughs> It's always something naughty when I get you get that. <laughs> Yo, you up to no good when you get that laugh. Let's hear it. Let's uh -huh. go. <laughs> Another category that I go to, like for porn, is self-sucking category, where men have the ability to suck their own dick. I would try it. I would totally try it. Interesting. Okay. I have, like, Roseverse, I, I like watching women who can suck their own titties. Like that's mm. so sexy and such a turn on to me, you know. And it's like I think it's the self pleasure in it and just seeing her doing it because a lot of uh, people think in general it's disgusting and filthy and unheard of to taste yourself or to you know. So when I see like a woman do that, I'm just like, yo, it's oh, that's so sexy. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> um. Mm -hmm. Hey, AJ. <laughs> i wasn't gonna say nothing <laughs> i was gonna leave that alone <laughs> she called you out i did not so um how the hell did we get here <laughs> yeah, um I had all a right dick for a day. the dick for the day so you would you would try and self-suck all right mm -hmm. you're not just going out there fucking anything 
that's walking, you're not peeing, you're not doing the dick copter um, or making it jump a few times. I mean, I'm going to do all of that in the gym with the gray sweatpants, you know? I'll make it jump. I don't know if I'm going to do a dick copter because I've tried that with my titties before and that kind of hurts. Like the skin, that the weight of it like goes down, that like hurts. So but, I don't know if I'd do that. But the dick doesn't weigh as much as the titty does, though. It's fun. I, I enjoy doing a dick copter. It's... Uh, excuse me. Most dicks don't weigh as much depending on the size. I was about to say, like, I'd encountered a lot of dicks that got some weight to them. They billy clubs over here. Oh, uh, not you out here with the scales. <laughs> hey, put put your dick on the scale for me real quick. Let me see. <laughs> I need to weigh the, this ride has a, a weight requirement. I'm gonna six, need you six to... pounds. Mm, <laughs> gotta throw it back in. You ever been fishing <laughs> and then you gotta throw a fish back in because it's not big enough? Yep, yep, <laughs> I'd be yep. hey. I'm not gonna lie. I'd be hurt. Like y'all might not hear from me for a month if I go up and show like mm, throw it back. It's not been <laughs> there is a Take weight requirement for this ride. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> but the dick copter is fun. I think it's it's underrated. I at least I enjoy doing it. You know, it's just it's, it's kind of like you know how the fidget spinners were like hot toys for a second. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like this the fidget spinner of your body parts is just there and twirl it for a little bit. Um, I'm gonna have to reconsider. I'll, I'll put that request in the next time I have a dick go. in front of me. Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> do it. Or, I'm telling you, put a request in for somebody to do a slow motion one for you in a video. I promise you, you can be like, oh, send in a text right now. Send in a text there we right. go. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you got to you screenshot your response after you look at it. Um, oh, I will. I definitely have said it to you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, do you remember, like, when you had your first sex toy or what it was? I do. Mm. I do. It was a... <laughs> oh, my God. It was this black, vibrating dildo thing. And I call it a thing. <laughs> because, Yo, uh, nah, nah, that's wild uh, because you've come across so many dildos and sex toys, but there's one you had to refer to as a thing. It was a thing because it was the basic vibrator. You, we've all seen the basic white, uh, uh, bullet shaped. That's long as fuck, right? right? So it was yeah. that, and then it had a black rubber sleeve shaped like a dick with a thick head and i thought i was doing something with that thing it was so basic oh my god it was so basic but i learned i like to be penetrated very deep with it because it was super long Mm. but it was so basic you can learn some things from even the most basics of things yeah 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 i remember mine was um it was a cock ring surprisingly um well not really but it was like this purple one this little one and i was home from college and um i had i was i had used it i don't remember what i I put it up i could have swore i did and then um i had a youngest sister walk into my room at the time like i said this is like 10 longer than 10 years ago shit roughly yeah and uh I was gone at the time, but I come back and like my sister-in-law is like, um, we need to talk real quick, you know? So your sister found this and, 
I had to lie to her and tell her that it was a bug zapper or some shit because it was vibrating when she brought it. It was vibrating uh, cock ring, and I was just like, oh, shit. Uh, yeah. I fell in I fell in love with cock rings um, with that one, and I'll probably never go back to, I mean, you know, you can have sex and do other things without them, but cock rings are usually my go-to for solo or if I'm with a partner for myself, I'll do that. If I'm the one that's delivering the the pleasure and whatnot. Um, what do you like yeah. most about cock rings? Um, so like for myself, it it makes the veins pop out a lot more. So say if I'm taking nude or something, like the veins pop out a lot more. Um, it's 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 harder, but along with the veins popping out more, my dick is more sensitive. So therefore, whenever I'm stroking it or I'm having sex, like it's an intensity and pleasure when that is happening. And especially when it gets to the to the head, like the shaft is its own pleasure. But when it gets to the head and like say if I'm doing you know something by myself and I got the coconut oil, I'm just sitting there kind of like squishing it almost not mm-hmm. like a stroke, but like a like a squish and um it's super sensitive and feels good to the point where like not that i'm about to come but i get that same sensation of oh shit it feels like i'm about to come um Mm -hmm. also i do stay harder longer afterwards so you know if it's like a quick you know a nut get that out then i'm going right back in works perfect um what else what else what else Note to self, yeah, I become a, head like a stress ball. Yes, yes. You, got to, <laughs> you have to know the amount of pressure to put on it. You know, you'll know by the moans and the grunts and stuff. And But yes, yeah, squish it like a stress ball almost. Just, you know, yeah, it feels good. But then again, that might just be me. Like, I also don't mind getting my dick bitten, like, gently. Mm. So I'm okay with that because okay. I, I like a little bit of pain and stuff. But the... Mm-hmm. If the cock ring is doing what it's supposed to, the the head is going to be stiff. So you can apply a good little amount of pressure. Um, and I do come more sometimes, I think, with a cock ring than I do without one. Um, and like you said, it shoots, you know. So I like it when it, mm-hmm. it shoots out. You know, it's aesthetically pleasing to watch. Uh, I've sure. talked about the, listen, the Nut Olympics soon to come. I need y'all to get it together. I know you. You was in on that conversation on that live. So I need you and AJ and whoever else was in there. I need y'all to, to jump on it. Uh, get these Nut Olympics going on. Um, mm, nut Olympics. Mm, I like it. I like it. <laughs> I bet you do. Come, like I said, the come kind of sewers unite. Um, outside of that, I think if I had to have a second one, it would, it would be the vibrator. Like the basic bullet vibrator might be my second. If I'm using it alone. Now to use on another woman, like the I don't know if the official name is the Tracy's dog toy. And I know we talked about it and you just like, don't call it that name. What is the official name of that toy? The clitorial sucking uh, G spot vibrator. There we go. If that's what it's called and that's what it's called. It ain't you ain't got to be like that. It ain't no Tracy's dog. <laughs> Blasphemy. <laughs> The A word and the T word. Oh. The A word and the oh. T word. I, I forgot I couldn't say the T word around you, <laughs> too. But, but yeah, that is my favorite toy to use on somebody. But then outside of that, the, just the basic vibrator. Because, like you said, I, I like my nipples to be played with every now and then. So put it on there. Hit, hit the gooch, hit the balls, yeah. hit the shaft while you're stroking yeah. it. You know, and then I can turn around and use it on you. And 
like I said about vanilla sex, there's nothing wrong with it. You know, you got to go back to it every now and then. So there's nothing wrong with the basics of sex toys. Go back with mm-hmm. the bullet vibrator. Has there been a sex toy um, that has just, uh, I feel like I might have asked this a little bit or I might be wording it differently, but just blew your mind. I know we talked about the tentacles and the the dragon tongue and the different butt plugs that you've seen, but just one that just uses like, yo, oh shit, this is next um, level. This is a game changer almost. Me, um, I would say the first time I actually used the satisfier, I was blown. Like I was mind blown because I couldn't believe. For for the record, I'm, I'm putting this on record, right? right. <clears throat> my girlfriends, they call me super pussy because they know my stories and they know I'm someone that I need time. It takes me would a you, while. Would you care to share a story with the people? <laughs> I mean, it takes me a long time to come, right? So if we put your pussy up against AJ's pussy, like I feel like that would be a battle for the ages. That's one of those just going to, ongoing battles that there is not a winner. For sure. It's just... It, it would definitely be a draw. <laughs> it would be a draw. <laughs> it would be a tie. Easy. <laughs> Y'all, please go back what... and listen to some episodes with AJ, please, and then you'll understand what we're talking about. I think that when you when you understand your body and you know how to use your Kegel muscles, you know how to squeeze on a dick, you know how to essentially make yourself come, it makes sex mm-hmm easier but it also makes sex challenging because your mental can be there but your body Mm -hmm. isn't or your body can be there and your mental isn't so uh when i got the satisfier toy i had all heard all of these rave reviews oh it makes you come so fast and so this and so that is so intense and blah 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 blah, right i'm like not for super pussy (laughs) right right i'm like let me go get this toy let me challenge accepted Gang, gang, where, where we at, right? So right. I get the satisfier. <clears throat> I've already watched the videos. I went on to the manufacturers, watched their videos, the informational shit, all of that, right? Mm-hmm. And I go to use it, and literally in about two minutes, I'm getting ready to come. And I'm like, this cannot be happening. This can't be happening. Like, I was so blown, and I said, okay, now I know what to expect. Let me put it down for 24 hours. Let me come back. Did you stop or did you come? Did you did you I keep came. going? No. I kept going. I kept I'm not stopping this. Like, let's go. Right? So I said, let me put it down for 24 hours. Come back. Let's see what happens. Right. So 24 hours pass. I go back, like, all right. Let me drink some water. I done ate a sandwich. I'm ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> not you in there stretching, go. doing your exercises, you eating know, good. Getting, you know, you ready. Workout plan everything just just for the satisfier just for the satisfier so i go back in and i use it again and the same thing happens like two minutes maybe two and a half minutes i'm getting ready to come and then i come i'm like i can't believe this toy is making me come this fast oh my god right (laughs) so i get i had i bought plenty of inventory that toy humbled your pussy a little bit it humbled the shit out of my pussy right (laughs) so So then I'm like, no, this can't be it. So I call my girlfriend. Girl, come on over here. I got something for you. I need you to try this. (laughs) She's like, like, yo, I know I ain't tripping. I know I'm not tripping. I got to get somebody (laughs) else in. 
Let me get into one of my other girlfriends that got a difficult pussy too, right? You got a pussy that's on bad behavior. Use this, right? right? So I give it to her and I'm like, I need for you to use it tonight. I don't know what you need to do. Put the kids to bed. Whatever you need to do, I need you to use it tonight and report to me tomorrow morning. And she's like, all right, bet. So she does it. She calls me first thing in the morning and she's just like, you know, the unspoken ladies, y'all know, bitch, bitch. <laughs> That's all I heard. That's all I heard on the phone. And I was like, oh, so you too? It's not just me. She's like, everybody needs to have this. So every woman in America needs to have this toy. I said, well, come back in 24 hours. Do it again. Let me know. Same thing. So I was like, all right, this is not just me. So now... I have to like train myself and get myself right and play with this, the settings and play with the speed so that I don't come in two minutes. So the satisfier was like the one that like really, really blew my mind when I first used it. That's my best friend sure. right there. That's satisfier. Mm-hmm. We be in that thing. Listen, <laughs> tag team champions of the world. Yes, it is an extension of me. We are friends. Like mm-hmm. you felt like, you needed to give that satisfier a cigarette and make it breakfast the next morning because it was hitting like that. I'm telling you, I'm taking that over the Rolls toy any day. Any day yes. I'm taking that over the Rolls toy. Yes, yes. Oh. If you could create a sex toy, what what would it like look like? What would it do? A sex toy that has your name attached to it. A lot of these sex toys have your name attached to it because you're selling them. But like one that you just create. It could be for men, women, or both. Create a sex toy for couples to use. Something that could be used definitely together um, and be interchangeable in some way, some way possible. Like, so it would have a combination of the clitoral sucking, the stroking. Like mid mid shaft to mid head stroking mm-hmm. with also some vibration at the underside of the balls close enough to the gooch area where you get a little tingle like his little fingers right on the gooch area and some pressure. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It, w- it would have to be something, but all of those sensations would have to happen while they're using it at the same time. So it would have to be attached to both of them at the same time got you so that brings me to a question also i think that sounds like a great idea because you know me i'm all for the the gooch <laughs> getting you know catered to but also my partner feeling good um one of the things with the vibrating cock rings and just in your years of study so like one thing i like to say that it does like when you are versus like the rabbit vibrating i hate those things because it's like piercing the clip when you're stroking mm-hmm. and it can be painful for the woman, but like mm-hmm. if you get the right vibrating cock ring and the vibrations are strong, it can send the, those vibrations through the walls of her pussy and, and down to her G spot or if you're hitting the G spot. True or false? True. True. Mm-hmm. Absolutely true. Um, if you look at more uh, rechargeable cock rings, I think that's where you get the stronger vibrations. Um, and I personally like the cock rings that have like a, um, like a rectangular type of nub on the base Mm -hmm. so that, like you said, it's not points like rabbit ears. I don't want points. I don't want anything pointy on my pussy, nothing pointy on my pussy, especially my clitoris. So anything with like, this is the tongue out of this one. 
I mean, mm-hmm. it's not that pointy. <laughs> it's not Got a little roundness to it. <laughs> not you over here daydreaming. <laughs> Maybe. Um, but uh, yeah, something with like more nub action to it versus mm-hmm. a pointy ears. So, but gotcha. that is that is true. If you get something with enough vibration, she could feel that vibration in the shaft and inside oh, okay. of her. Absolutely. So we have talked a good amount about cock rings, but for men especially, because it does seem like, you know, sex toys are a woman thing, uh, you know, to a lot of people, but there are toys out there for men. What are what are like a few that you would suggest for men to try outside of cock rings oh. and the, the bullet vibrator? Well, there's the Tenga Spinner which is a closed-ended stroker that sucks and spins on your dick at the same time. So it kind of gives you that salt pepper grinder motion simply mm. by going up and down. So it spins on its own as long as you're lubricated well. So it's not anything that you have to charge at batteries. It spins as you stroke. Mm-hmm. No batteries, no charging, no nothing. Lube, you, and the, then the stroker. That's it. Mm. That, the Hummer stimulation sleeve that's a vibration uh stroker you uh it's rechargeable it's waterproof and it's amazing i always sell out of the hummer mm-hmm. um the uh arc wave the ion arc wave that's new technology that's out and that essentially is made by the makers of satisfier mm-hmm. and it has pulse air technology that actually treats the penis like a clitoris so when you're putting your penis into the toy, it's pulsing air on the underside of your penis mm-hmm. and stimulating it and vibrating at the same time as you're stroking. And it senses your skin. So it's a, a smart toy is what they call it. So when it doesn't sense your skin in it, it will cut off. Mm-hmm. So every time you go in and stroke, it comes on, goes off, comes on, goes off. Look at that, the Alexa sex toys. Just <laughs> I used to have a flashlight. I know that uh, for my flashlight, it just, it. I think the my dick knew, like, yo, this isn't a real thing. It doesn't have that real feeling. Um, mm-hmm. Like, he did the job, you know, a couple of times, a few times. But that is, I've been turned off to sex toys. And I, I mean, not sex toys. Wow. <laughs> Forgive me. I have strokers. spread out false. Uh, not strokers, but just flashlights. So I want to I wanna dive more into strokers because of that. Um, because I'm more of a stroker, you know, like it, the feeling is, is much better. Mm-hmm. Um, you mentioned lube. How important is it to have the correct lube with your sex toys? Oh, so important. Make or make or break your sex toy, literally. Literally. Um, literally. <laughs> I've had a couple cock rings pop because I didn't have the right lube, you know. Mm-hmm. That silicone lube, yes, that silicone lube just kills all your toys. I, I just tell people as a rule of precaution, silicone on silicone means uh, bald tires. So don't <laughs> don't use silicone lube. Get water-based lube when mm-hmm. you're using sex toys. It is the best thing to use. You don't want to put any sort of oils and things on your toys. You want to have water-based lube. If you're using silicone lube, typically I try to tell people if, if you're having unprotected sex, silicone lube is really, really great for anal sex. 
because it okay. like stays there very very well it doesn't dry up or get flaky or gummy or anything like that so mm. silicone is best for anal sex when you're not using condoms but water-based lube across the board is like the go-to to preserve your body and preserve your toys that's what's up so even so with like butt plugs, for instance, and you're talking about the silicone lube, would it be good to use? Because there are different, you have like glass toys and then you have s- silicone toys as well. Um, and then like metal toys. Mm-hmm. Would silicone be great for all three? Um, Silicone is good for glass and yeah, for glass and metal. Yeah, you could use the silicone for the glass and metal. Mm-hmm. No. But just no silicone on silicone. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. <sighs> fighting against each other uh i can't believe we went this whole episode without even talking about glass toys because those are also my favorites to use because it's like temperature play is so fun mm-hmm. like you can either put the glass toy in the freezer and use it for like cold play or heat it up i would say either over a candle or over a um an open flame like a lighter or boiling it in some water um i would think you're the you're the toy expert. What what would you give to someone like, hey, try this with your glass toy? Well, you don't want to boil the water. <laughs> okay, so my bad, my fault. Y'all don't listen to me. Don't listen to me. You don't want to boil the water, so you want to put um, a uh, have like a warm washcloth or towel and okay. wrap the toy in that warm washcloth or towel, and then apply it to your body because it. It is glass. It will get super, Mm. super hot. You don't want to burn yourself. And then to cool it down, don't put it in a freezer. People think, oh, just put it in the freezer. No, no, no. Put it in the refrigerator. It'll get nice Mm. and cool. Take it out and then apply it to the body as you see fit. So, But the the glass is excellent for temperature play. And just for the ladies, I will say this. For my glass butt plugs, when the summertime comes and you're wearing your sundresses and it's hot outside and things, Put your glass butt plug in the refrigerator before you go outside, pop it in, and go about your day, and you'll be nice and cool while you're in your, your sundress in the summertime. Hmm. <laughs> his face. If y'all can see his face right now. <laughs> I am very, I have a very, very vivid imagination. Very. And I appreciate it because... I also mm-hmm. do, but like I would have never, you know, combined the the glass butt butt plug that's been cooled off with the combination of the sundress and no pants. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> All right then. Um, the last <laughs> question. Oh, woo, for you. Um, <laughs> say you have three sex toys to combine together to use at once. What three would you use? to do what for each one of them like what what job would each one of them serve as but i only have two hands i gotta have three toys you can't it's possible i mean you got a butt plug that takes away the use of hands um come on now come on you know what? then you, you know got what? something for either for vaginal penetration or clitoral stimulation or something i mean you you know they got the fucking machines out there now, so you don't even have to have your hands for that one, and you can use your hands for nipple stimulation and clitoris. There's come on now. If, you if got you gag balls who are toys. 
if you've ever used a fucking machine before, you would know you need both your hands, if not your feet too, to use that motherfucker. Because they, <laughs> they vicious. There's is no uh, mercy when you're using a fucking machine. Okay, I sell those too. Um, uh, I would say so. My imagination just kicked in. There is a thigh harness that's on the market, and you can put mm-hmm. any dildo in the thigh harness. So essentially, it's like a belt that goes on your thigh and you put the dildo in and your person can ride your leg. And so your hands will be free. So they're riding you. And then I would have, I would have that. And then I would have maybe like a satisfier or some sort of clitoral suction on her clit. And then I would be playing with the nipples at the same time. Hmm. There you go. I like some sort of nipple, nipple sucker. Little nipple sucker. I got (laughs) it. I'm gonna send you this real off of Instagram. It's funny <laughs> as fuck. You are going to laugh because this rose toy is the hype that's been around it is just it's funny. Go get your satisfier, please. Go shop at Erotica Door. Get your satisfier and be satisfied. I know y'all like the rose toy. I believe it's the hype. You get a satisfier, it's gonna change your life. It's gonna yes. change. Yes. But anyway. Anyways, Nick. Nothing on a satisfier. <laughs> nothing at all. I will I will die on that hill. I will. <laughs> And I don't even use it on myself. It's using it on <laughs> it's, I'm telling y'all, I've seen the results of it. It's going to take you to the mountaintop mm-hmm. and to send you into heaven, possibly. Mm-hmm. Um, I did read an article. It was some about some years ago of a lady who uh, died because of heart complications while masturbating with a sex toy. What? <laughs> yes. She died? yes she died from it um i gotta do some more research and i I think that just the pleasure was too much for her and she just kept going and yeah i mean it's possible it's possible wow Wow. hell of a way to go out though hell of a way to go out (laughs) nick i appreciate you being on here we've been rocking for like an hour and a half um this has been fun learning about different things to do with a sex toy learning more about you because like i said you know we talk every now and then and then especially in the comments on the three guys and the girls so i'm glad to know because i i can see you're definitely more than just a sex toy you know plug (laughs) you you got some you got some substance and you got some and i mean this in a good way but you got some shit inside of you some good shit uh and i hope that y'all do please go follow her um i'm gonna let you give you know you spill in a minute of where they can find you, but please go follow, pay attention to what she has coming up. Y'all know me, I'm advocating for, especially the black community to educate themselves more when it comes to sex, because it is much deeper than just sex and fucking. And it, there's a lot of different components to it and you can learn a lot more. You can never stop learning. And when it comes to pleasing yourself or being pleased by someone else, the sky is the limit. As long as you are open to it, and you have that open lines of communication and you are comfortable. So Nick, where can the people come find you at again? Where can they come shop, get all these wonderful sex toys so they don't have to go to that A place um, online (laughs) that starts with an A and ends with a Z. Y'all know who I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. Uh, The on social media is erotic underscore boudoir, E-R-O-T-I-C underscore B-O-U-D-O-I-R. The backup page is erotic boudoir underscore. My personal page is three underscores, L-A-S-H-A-N. 
The websites are touchingbodymindandsoul.com and erotic-boudoir.com. The name is the same across all social media platforms, and that's that's me. That's me. I'm also a lingerie model and affiliate for Kelly's Closet. Um, also affiliate for FBF Body, all my athletic and workout wear. Um, and the link is in all of my bio. So if there's some shit that you want, I'm prioritizing your pleasure from every angle. So click the link in the bio. I'll take you there. Hold on. Prioritizing your pleasure from every angle. I'm writing that down. I <laughs> that. That's some you like that? Shit. You like that? I like that. <laughs> prioritizing your pleasure from every <laughs> He's writing this down for angle. real, y'all. <laughs> you thought I was playing? <laughs> Yes. Somebody thought they're gonna get that uh that text message. Uh, <laughs> just gonna be prioritizing your pleasure from every angle. Mm-hmm. Then she'll go back and listen to this episode. But oh my god, that's where you got it from. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to me, daddy. Talk to me. Yo, <laughs> definitely. Please, y'all go support a a black owned business, uh, erotic boudoir. Like I said, Nick, I appreciate you for being on it, having patience with me to finally get you on. I had to wait for the time to be right. I wasn't going to wait to, oh, shit, that's the question. If you come up with a sex holiday, what would it be? Let's end on that note. A sex holiday? Mm-hmm. My last episode, I did Kinky Holidays. Recently, Steak and Blowjob Day uh, passed, which was 314. National Threesome Day was 3-3. Then we got Cunnilings and Cake Day coming up in April. have to get back to you on that that's a question that i can't i gotta think about that a little more let's do that because this is not gonna be your last time on so (laughs) ponder on it until the next time y'all i am the compassionate dom the sensual say this southern gym with the sprinkler filth your host mr l be found on instagram at from the minor mr l also gmail from the minor mr l at gmail.com please go like subscribe share rate do all those things let people who need to hear this and you know that they would enjoy it listen because we are here to educate also entertain but especially educate you on things revolving around sex until next time